0: hello everyone it feels kind of different to be here tonight (laughs) I guess you would say so we'll see how this goes and I'm excited to be here and share Alyssa with you (laughs) Um, I'm just waiting for people to hop on to join us Wow look at you guys hopping on super super great okay look at you Alyssa you just know what to do okay it always takes a moment did it work yay
1: how are you i'm so good good long time no see i know it has been a minute for sure (laughs) i don't even know how
0: many years joseph was i guess i saw you in cinderella so that's true oh yeah yeah (laughs) hey everyone I'm gonna go ahead and get started since you're all hopping on so quickly for the love of Alyssa. <laughs> um, I met Alyssa a couple years ago. Me and my husband were in a play at Draper Historic Theater. And it was, if you've seen Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, she was part of that with us. And I was just attracted to her sweet, bubbly personality. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys all will be too. So. Alyssa, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? And then I'll let you take it away after that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Las Vegas, went to Utah State, got my undergrad there. In go Aggies. Ad- com- <laughs> yeah, go ad- <laughs> Got my <laughs> degree in communicative disorders. Um, I served a mission in Guatemala. and when I came home from my mission. Um, I returned back to Utah State. And while I was at Utah State, I was approached um, by a teacher who told me I had a talent for teaching and I should consider consider going into seminary teaching. So I went through the program, um, got hired to teach seminary and I've been teaching seminary for the last six years. And while I was teaching seminary, I went back to school and got my master's degree in the science and psychology of addictions with an emphasis in pornography and so I worked as a therapist for a little bit um, and yeah, so currently teaching, not working as a therapist anymore and living in happy Orm Utah.
0: Oh, That's exciting. Yeah, I love like hearing about everyone's like experience cause like I knew a little bit, but then I'm like, wow. Like mm-hmm. it just opens my eyes. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing. Um, you have a wonderful story to tell. So I'm gonna let you start it off and then at the end We'll see what you touch on and if I have any other questions or things for you. So
1: well, go for it. <laughs> um, so uh, when I was invited to participate here, just this topic of he is in my story. Um, like the Savior has played such a vital role in who I am and what I'm doing, what I'm passionate about, what what i plan on doing Um, and he's always been an integral part i do think like most people there have been times where um maybe we've ebbed and flowed a little bit in regards to our relationship with with our god and with the savior um and so i've sat in that space um, but as i was thinking about this i was immediately drawn um to my time as a missionary and post mission as well. So I, like I mentioned before, I was, uh, I served a mission in Guatemala leading up to my mission. I really, really thought I was gonna go to Austria cause my dad and grandpa both served there. So I was like, it's inevitable. Um, but I was not called there, <laughs> I was called <laughs> to um which is like super, super similar. Um, actually it's like really not at all. Um, there's people in both countries and that's that's (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) it um and so on my mission nonetheless like still so thrilled to go so I went to the MTC down in Guatemala and experienced like this intense culture shock that a lot of people do experience when you've been taken out of what's comfortable and put into something new with a new language and culture and food and people and And it was so overwhelming, but um, I grabbed onto it uh, pretty quickly and just, like, fell completely in love and was completely enamored um, with everything that I was experiencing. Um, During my time in Guatemala, I spent a lot of it ill, but I feel like that's bound to happen with, like, um, the just just what you experienced down there um, and so it didn't really phase me it was just it was just my normal um, but it was good it was still good um, but about nine months into my mission um, I got really really ill and ended up in a hospital ended up having a surgery done and the next morning like experienced just like kind of the horrors of being isolated in a foreign place, in a foreign language, um, experiencing things I'd never experienced before. And honestly, like all I really wanted was my mom. Um, It was just not an option, Um, but I recovered and I healed. And four months later, I ended up in the same hospital with the same surgeons. And after they finished my procedure, they, um, came into my hospital room and they sat on my bed and they both gave me a little kiss on the cheek and they told me that if I stayed in Guatemala any longer that I would die there. Um, that I needed to return back to the United States in order to get the help that my body needed to survive. And I was like completely devastated. Um, I gave a lot to my mission. Um, It was something I wanted to do for a very long time, and it was something that I felt that I was good at, and I was confident. Like, I was speaking the language, I was serving, and the people, I loved them so much, and I was experiencing, like, the most beautiful experiences, and for it to be taken away so quickly, um, I can't even... Articulate like the sting and the bitterness that I experienced in that moment. Um, but two days later, I was on an airplane home, um, and I thought by going home to the United States, like I would experience this instantaneous healing. Um, I would be with my mom, and I think there's just healing with that in general. And I would be with like some really superior doctors and receiving top-notch medical care. Um, But it didn't, I I didn't heal. Like for a little bit, I was getting worse both physically and um, at the time we weren't really addressing my mental health side of things. A few years after returning home, I would be diagnosed with PTSD from what I experienced on my mission. Um, And there's a heaviness and a weight that comes with that. Uh, I remember one night going to bed bed and I just like I felt pathetic and I felt like a burden like my family was like tiptoeing around me they were worried they would say something wrong or do something wrong and and it would like light me up and I it's just not how I wanted to live and not how I wanted to exist um and I realized that in those moments I was so bitter against my god i was so bitter against a god who i would voluntarily give everything to and i felt so abandoned um, like completely forgotten and completely forsaken Uh, and i was obviously well maybe not obviously in the moment wasn't obvious um, but i was absolutely projecting uh, what I thought God should be doing for me and I laid out perfect plans that I thought were perfect um uh, like dear God, <laughs> let me tell you how we can fix this problem uh follow these like steps and we'll be like good to go and none of the steps were followed um and like things were happening I was like this isn't in the plan um but I was so so stuck on only one perspective that I wasn't maintaining this like eternal or this divine perspective, um, which wasn't allowing me to realize the different ways in which I was being healed. Um, I find it so, I find a lot of peace and a lot of refuge in the fact That the things that made me nervous and the things that stressed me out and the things that scared me um, didn't even touch the Savior. The Savior, by that, I mean like the Savior isn't afraid of the things that I'm afraid of. The Savior doesn't get stressed out with the things that stress me out. Like the Savior isn't intimidated by the things that that moment in time were intimidating to me and felt like I couldn't ever conquer. Um, So in that realization, I recognized that i was like trying to carry this solo and there was no way that i could be successful in that when i'm navigating something with such godly weight when i'm not that yet i'm just like a completely average human Um, so from that point on i recognized the power and the atonement of the savior and how i needed to more heavily lean into that, and let go of my own ideas of how I should be healed, and how things should be fixed, but rather trust in the greater plan. and And it took it took years, and and still, like any other human, like healing is a process. Um, but I'm infinitely times better now than what I was, and I continue to like have difficult things come. Um, but, because of those experiences, I've learned to trust Jesus and recognize who my Jesus is and I have a lot of gratitude and a lot of um, a lot of peace in recognizing the fact that Jesus is such an integral part of the everything and when I can continually have the eyes to see that I think of the man that was blind and the Savior like made some mud from the earth and put it in his eyes and told him to wash like the clay wash the earth from his eyes like as I continually am intentional about washing the clay from my eyes like I have the vision to see the Savior in every aspect and obviously again not perfect I have to be intentional about removing that um removing those uh um, so yeah that's those are my thoughts oh
0: i love how you said that he's just an integral part of everything you know mm-hmm. an integral part of your life but he's also an integral part of each piece you know of everyone's life so so amazing so i just like to take notes <laughs> if <laughs> everyone notices like when people are telling their stories i'm like, like ooh. ooh. I'm a note taker, so don't mind if I'm looking away for a second, but oh my goodness, thank you so much for sharing, and what a mission experience, right?
1: Mm Yeah, (laughs) it was. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there was someone on there like, "Uh, you almost died, (laughs) and then you like brought that up, but like people on here like realize how amazing that actually was. If you could go back in time like to yourself as a missionary, what is something that you would go back and tell yourself or if someone else was experiencing something similar on their mission that was um maybe brought up to the means where they may need to go home or something mm-hmm. what would you tell them or yourself
1: um i think just continually being intentional intentional that's not <laughs> a good word it's a great one <laughs> intentional intentional about involving like your god like don't lean into your own intentions but recognize and trust like this higher power that we have this beautiful connection with Um, something that really resonated with me as i've studied um addictions and compulsions is when people are beginning their journey of healing um one of the primary steps is figuring out what your higher power is like finding who your god is because these things are not things that we can do alone um like we can't but i am so confident that like i really can do anything um when i'm like yoked with jesus
0: that's amazing and what advice would you give someone if they were going to come home early? Because I know that that's a hard thing yeah, sure. when people come home early from their mission. So I'm just curious what you would have to say about that.
1: Um, um, I would say, number one, like time in the mission, whatever time it is, um, does not take away from your inherent worth. Um, I struggled with like feeling like I was like an adequate child of God because I was so set on 18 months mm-hmm. short time frame just did not feel did not feel right and it didn't feel good and I had I, I really did struggle with that and so I think anybody anybody returning home early from a mission no matter what the reason is
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that does not change your worth like you are a child of God, period. That's it. Uh, thank you so much. Because
0: I know that's a big deal yeah. in our culture and things. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add? That was wonderful.
1: Um. No, I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs>
0: okay. mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And thank you all for being here. If you would like to follow along for more exciting stories to come. Just today, I posted like a list of people coming up this month because there were there was a couple people who were interested in knowing what was coming up and the times and stuff because they're not always the same um follow along you can find more wonderful wonderful stories here on this platform and if anyone else is wanting to share their story or knows of anyone who wants to share part of their story because someone some people aren't willing to step up because they don't think it's that important right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so if you know of someone um shoot me a dm and i will reach out to them for you (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i would love to know who you want to hear from so okay thanks everyone for joining us hope to see you again soon Alyssa.
1: thanks have a good thank you
0: (laughs) bye